shanked at the right side by Howden. Rebound side of the goal. They have scored. Howden did bank it home. Vegas wins in overtime. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. This one is over. 6-0. A shutout victory in game six for the Vegas Golden Knights. For the second time in six seasons, the Golden Knights will play for the Stanley Cup. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here's your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard, Chris Chapman live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios. Finley Chevrolet. On the 215, home of the... Welcome back to Vegas Golden Knights, Stanley Cup champions. I say welcome back because the players are all filtering back into town after a nice little getaway up to Rock Creek Cattle Company in Montana where they were partaking in the various festivities. Golf course up there. There's all kinds of activities available. That's owned by... BGK owner Bill Foley, uh, so they got uh, to enjoy a little bit of away time, and I mean a little bit of away time with the Stanley Cup, uh, with their significant others, and then they're back into town. I think the last group arrives tonight, and they'll turn around and get ready for the big parade tomorrow. So it, it's funny because we were talking about what the Golden Knight players would do mm-hmm. after winning. Mm-hmm. All the championship teams at various levels, going deep into some of the more obscure leagues, will go somewhere to celebrate. And a lot of them, including English soccer teams, will come to Vegas. Mm -hmm. Uh, NBA teams, come to Vegas. Sure. Uh, I remember my sister-in-law running into the Toronto Raptors when they they won the NBA title. And she's like, what? I have to come to Vegas to see the Toronto Raptors? Uh, National Hockey League teams, come to Vegas. Mm -hmm. But when you're here, what do you do? Mm -hmm. So we were throwing around some ideas. Okay. Cabell was one. Cabell was the clubhouse leader. Get on down there Mm -hmm. and just shake it up. And they're all travel by charter, so you don't have to connect. Sure, yeah. But the Rock Creek Cattle Company, Mm -hmm. uh, brilliant idea because the players all know it. It's private. Mm-hmm. It, they 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 can uh, really uh, let their hair down. There's a golf course there and uh, awesome stuff. Uh, so the players apparently had a had a great time with uh, with Stan up in uh, the uh, in the Montana area. Well, yeah, I mean it's got everything a hockey player could want, right? Like you've got golf, you've got great food, you've got fantastic wine, like fishing, fishing. Um, there's plenty to see and and plenty to do, and you know I think. When you have battled and competed as hard as the Golden Knights have over the last uh, two months, uh, you, you go up there and you you unwind the right way, and then you get ready to send it tomorrow. It was neat how it came about, too. And mm-hmm. we'll hear from Bill Foley, who uh, met with the media today at the year-end availability for the management. Uh, Bruce Cassidy also talked. Uh, George McPhee uh, was at the podium. And boy, did he reveal a couple of uh, mm-hmm. little nuggets for mm-hmm. us. The president of hockey operations 
And General Manager Kelly McCrim uh, also talked today, and uh, and Kelly was in a, fa- a fabulous mood today, including uh, wanting to make sure that uh, <laughs> Steve Carp's uh, internet uh, w- w- was fixed up. Uh, that I didn't see that part. I found out about it after I was doing the live stream uh, on all the Vegas Golden Knight social media channels, mm-hmm. and I didn't hear that part because we'd already ducked out. But uh, there was a great Q and A back and forth between. Kelly and uh, Steve Carp about Carp's uh, issues trying to get his internet taken yeah, care of. Yeah, yeah. And he went on a big tangent on Twitter. There I don't were. Know whether it was a tangent or not. Well, was it a tangent? It wasn't a tangent. I, it was a rant. It was, oh, it was a rant. Yeah. Okay. He was upset because his internet wasn't working. So there, uh, Kelly was very concerned. Yes, we all were. Yeah, I'm not sure. Very concerned. I think maybe mockingly concerned. Uh, about Steve Carp's internet issues. That's, that's one way to view it. Yeah, that's a, so. So all, all the uh, the management uh, talked today. Uh, <laughs> it, it was neat, but uh, but Bill said this little escape to Rock Creek Cattle Company mm. came about from the players reaching out to him. There was a, a gathering over at Alec Martinez's house, and uh, Alex Petrangelo phoned him up and said, "Hey, we're uh, what do you think of this idea?" And Bill said, eh, check for the guys. Mm-hmm. And he said, what, three minutes later, Petro phoned back and said, <laughs> yeah. we're in. Yeah. And, our, and our wives are coming too. All of us. Yeah, all we of us. We all want to go. And I think that was cool too. Yeah, 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 100%. Because, by the way, when the teams come to Vegas, it only one half of the relationship mm-hmm, mm-hmm. coming to Vegas. Yeah. And that that was neat that uh, that spouses got to go. And there was three or four planes because they, they pulled it together uh, last minute, which gave everybody uh, a little bit of flexibility. Just a note, too, on the subject of what we learned from George McPhee today. And we'll play some of that in, in just a little bit. But our friend John Shannon, who is good, he says hi to George all the time. Yep. Every, every time he's on. Yesterday, it was a congratulations, George. So George is a frequent visitor with John Shannon and Bob McCowan on the Bob McCowan podcast. He was on there today. Hmm. Very emotional. So I encourage everybody because he's a great friend to us, mm-hmm. and and it's uh, it's an awesome podcast. They deal with a lot of things. Maybe some people in Las Vegas Valley wouldn't be into. There's a lot of Canadian uh, <laughs> Blue Jays and Raptors and, and stuff that doesn't necessarily hit home here. But this is one that you should absolutely download and listen to. It's the Bob McCowan podcast. Uh, with John Shannon and uh, with George McPhee on there today, uh, they uh, they got into some uh, real good talk about life mm. and what this Stanley Cup means to George. I've had the great fortune of having some heart to heart conversations with with George about about life, about your jobs, about ups and downs of of your career both in, in my career and his career, and we, we've compared uh, our, our journeys. And his, his look at this team, he was a, a big believer that, uh, that this team was going to win a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Big believer. Yeah. I, I remember it. It was just outside my desk uh, over at City National Arena. He said, I, I, thought we were, I really thought we were going to win. And, and that was in the, in the bubble. Coming off that, and and I did too. I I even this year and during this run, I maintained to myself like that was the most confident I was ever 
about a team going to win. Mm -hmm. It just had that vibe to it. And when it didn't happen, I promised myself I would never go down that path again because it was it was crushing uh, for, for me. And I know it was for, for George. So now to finally, after all these years as a player and executive manager, president, to, to win it was was sensational and people that he worked with he went to the final in 1994 with the with the Vancouver Canucks Pat Quinn led club now oh, Pat was beauty I, I've talked about him on the show uh, he he went uh, in 1998 with the Washington Capitals in 2018 with with the Golden Knights four times getting there mm-hmm. uh, he lost in game seven with the Canucks game seven with Nathan Lafayette hitting a post in the final seconds at MSG and got swept in, in 98 uh, and the marvelous run, Olaf Kozik and company, and uh, and getting close against his former team, of all mm-hmm. things, uh, in, in 2018, uh, which was a, a neat story acknowledgement today that, sure. that you hear from Bruce. So to get there today, uh, this week, and to hear him this morning talk about that journey was really neat. But the emotional, real emotional stuff on the Bob McCallum podcast, I want to give John a, a big shout out. Yeah, and you know, I'll I'll actually I'll I'll send the link out for that uh, to be following along here at Fox Sports LV and and at Ryan Hockey Guy. We'll make sure we get that out there so that you do have the opportunity to listen to it because as as you mentioned, John's been just a phenomenal ambassador for this show. Um, and I thought George this morning was fantastic. I mean, there's really not much else you can say about it. Um, the way that he, the way that he was able to break down his feelings about. What happened in year one, and and what he's most excited about when it comes to winning this championship, and what it means to him on a personal level, but but a bigger, broader stroke was was really awesome. And uh, you know, you just you, you recognize in those moments just how much and how important it it means uh, to to be able to do that, to be able to get to the pinnacle, mm-hmm. and to to deliver in more than just the obvious ways, and I thought that was fantastic. One thing has become very clear to me. The moments after the Stanley Cup and the next two hours, four hours, eight hours, Mm -hmm. for the players, it's pandemonium and full-on blast-off party. Sure, yeah. But for coaches and and, and different different managers and, and, and executives... There's so much going on, and you have so many conversations. You're you're so busy. It's hard to even get into the mode of celebrating. Mm-hmm. Like you're happy mm-hmm. and you're enjoying it with uh, your family and your friends and your your coworkers, but you, you you can't really like just let loose. And what did uh, George say that like had three beers in yeah. six yeah. hours or exactly. something like that? Yep. Because he just making the rounds with people. And Bruce told me uh, yesterday that he probably had 10 beer, mm-hmm. but he had two sips out of each one. Because he'd, he'd crack <laughs> it, he'd take a couple of sips, he'd put it down, get a picture taken, yeah. and couldn't find it again. So then you'd open up another one, and you'd have two sips. Sure. He said, I, yeah. I, in total, I had a had 10 beer, mm-hmm. but I only had, all total, Three. One and a half. Yeah. Two. Two, <laughs> yeah. maybe. Some, some, something like that. So uh, it, it was funny. I got that from, from Bruce yesterday. We'll, we'll hear some of my conversation with Bruce in just a little bit. Uh, I got that from Bruce yesterday. And then you hear that today uh, from, from, from George, just how busy 
the the entire celebration was post uh, presentation. The the idea of everything being regimented and you're you're moving from from space to space to space, but then from the executive point of view, I, again, like even with even in what we heard today from Kelly, like as much as you are here in this moment trying to celebrate and, and understanding what the accomplishment is there's there's a draft right like there's there's that next that next level on the calendar that you've got to you know to find yourself in the middle of and immersed in because ultimately the goal here right isn't to just win a stanley cup it's to win the next stanley cup it's to to appreciate this feeling but then get back to work and doing everything you can to make sure you do it again we will get to Bruce Cassidy, uh, Bill Foley, and uh, George McPhee in just a little bit. Uh, but let's start off with the general manager, the architect uh, mm-hmm. of, of this championship team in Kelly McCrimmon. And you'll hear a question in the midst of this about uh, an accident, a tragedy that occurred yesterday in Manitoba with a, uh, a bus accident uh, involving a semi-trailer and a busload of uh, seniors and uh, 15 people have, have passed away during that. That's right outside Brandon uh, in a place called Carberry. And uh, the people were from Dauphin. That's where I played junior hockey. Uh, and it's uh, it's really struck uh, a, a chord uh, in for those on the prairies uh, in the wake of the Humboldt uh, accident a number of years ago but also because it's it's near uh, so many people's hometown on on this team including uh, uh, the home base of, of Kelly McCrimmon in Brand Manitoba so you'll hear that question his uh, response here's Kelly McCrimmon uh, talking about the journey of the Stanley Cup championship morning everyone thank you uh, for being here on uh, media day this is a perfect way to have media day I'd like to do it this way every year um, just some thoughts uh, since our uh, victory on Tuesday. Uh, some of the things that I said in individual interviews uh, that night, uh, just the appreciation for uh, the people in the organization that uh, do such a great job. We were able to have uh, our pro scouting staff in, our amateur scouting staff in, our development people in with their, uh, with their wives to be able to uh, enjoy the game. Um, you know, our hockey operations uh, people, our business side, the work uh, that they do, uh, obviously uh, Bill and Carol Foley and uh, the support and resources they've given us to build a team, uh, you know, my relationship with George and uh, my happiness uh, for him. And uh, it's, been, uh, it's been amazing. I, I have said to different people uh, as you respond to messages, uh, you think you have an idea what it might feel like uh, when it happens and you find out you had no idea uh, what it's going to feel like. It's just, uh, you know, overwhelming, it's surreal and it's, uh, you know, really uh, gratifying when it, uh, when it comes together uh, like it did. Tremendously proud of the players, uh, how well they played, the job that uh, Bruce and his staff did uh, as coaches uh, this year. I thought they... Uh, uh, I thought our team could play any way you wanted to play. I really felt that uh, uh, it was, uh, uh, it was uh, very well constructed. I thought Bruce uh, had our team play to an identity that we envisioned uh, it could and would. And I said uh, again the other night doing interviews, you have to have some things go your way. We had good health in the playoffs and uh, ironic in a sense because we've had uh, poor health all through the regular season. Uh, the year previous was uh, a real challenge to keep our team uh, healthy. And when it mattered the most at playoff time, we were healthy throughout, I believe, 
Uh, you know, Braden McNabb, Shea Theodore each missed the elimination game against Winnipeg. Uh, Braden Ball and Ben Hutton came in and performed admirably. Petro missed a game uh, in the Edmonton series with a suspension. And uh, past that, uh, pretty much healthy, except for, as was the story of the year, the story of the second half, not the first half, the goaltenders where Laurent Bressois, uh, you know, beat his old team, beat his old uh, goalie partner, Connor Hellebuck, out in the first round of the playoffs, played tremendous. And in game three in Edmonton, uh, was injured where, you know, Aiden had to come in and, uh, and play after, uh, you know, a couple of months out of the lineup and uh, just played unbelievable for us, uh, as, uh, as you all know. So uh, the focus now uh, is the, the, the draft, which is, uh, is right, uh, right ahead of us here. Our amateur staff uh, remained in town. They'll do their final year-end meetings uh, this week and through, uh, through next week. Uh, free agency on uh, uh, July 1st, so that uh, uh, falls to the responsibilities uh, of our pro staff. Uh, we've got our own uh, free agents that we uh, will work towards here uh, over the next little while to sort out where we're at with uh, with those situations. And uh, you don't have uh, a long time uh, to enjoy it in the short term. Uh, in the long term, it's uh, it's something that'll stay uh, with all of us uh, forever. And then just uh, my final thoughts is uh, is uh, is what it looked like with uh, fan support. Uh, that we had uh, inside and outside uh, the building. It, uh, uh, you know, when you when you stood on the ice, uh, you know, it's interesting when you stand on the ice. The things you notice. The thing for me that just kept resonating was the the pure joy uh, that you saw in uh, in people's faces. And then the other thing that that kind of stuck out to me is how long the fans all stayed in the building. It was. Uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, I thought a significant amount of time after the game had ended, you look around and the building's still full, which uh, uh, is tremendous when you can uh, when you can win on home ice. That hasn't happened as often as uh, you might expect. There's been some situations where teams had that chance and couldn't close, then won, uh, won it on the road. So uh, for us, we, uh, we missed the chance to uh, win the Dallas series uh, on home ice. And uh, it was one of the things that I said uh, I said at the end of that series, I felt better prepared for the Stanley Cup final because our series with Dallas had gone six games than if it had gone four games. And the reason that I said that is, you know, when you miss getting it done in the fourth game and you think, well, we'll finish it at home in the fifth game and that doesn't happen, that puts a lot of pressure uh, on a team. And that's where, you know, we came up with probably for me our best game of the playoffs to eliminate Dallas uh, in game six. And knowing that you have that in you, that's what playoffs force you to do. They force you to uh, to find it like you maybe never dreamt you could. You overcome doubts because there's going to be doubts over the course of a playoff run. And I thought that win uh, just really served us well. And then I think as well, uh, we weren't going to miss a second opportunity in Game 5 uh, on home ice to end the series. And of course, this one was for uh, the Stanley Cup. So happy for our fans that we were able to do it. Uh, uh, at home, and uh, like everyone, uh, really looking forward to uh, the parade tomorrow. These are things that you that you dream about, and it should be uh, a great day for the organization, a great day for uh, our city, and uh, it'll be uh, it'll be really special. So, uh, with that, I'll open it up to uh, any questions that people have. Uh, 
Alan Stone with LVSportsBiz.com. Kelly, can you go on and elaborate on the whole theme of having a very balanced lineup and also playing any kind of style to win and, and the way you built the roster to support those themes? Yeah, I think the, the strength of our team, you know, we've talked about the construction of a team many times and our vision is to how it needs to look, the, the, the key people you have to have in the key positions and we had those. I think past that, uh, our depth was tremendous. And, uh, you know, you look at the ice time uh, through four lines, you look at the ice time through a group of six defensemen, um, you know, you can see the importance that every player had. And the thing that's interesting is a lot of times when that team wins the Stanley Cup and they cross the finish line, uh, they pretty much collapse. And our guys were, uh, you know, saying in jest, like, let's go again. Uh, who, who's, uh, who's coming next? Like, it was a, a really a team effort. Um, you know, I talked about the identity. Uh, our team was big. It was strong. It uh, certainly could play uh, the hockey that you need to play at this time of year. But I think as well, great speed when you look at our centers. Um, you know, we could really push people back. Um, you know, real good performances from complementary players. When you look at, uh, you know, the Amadios, the Howdens, you know, some of those guys, the identity that that Nick Wall line had. Um, you know, the, the development and emergence of Nick Haig and Zach Whitecloud, how important they were uh, as, uh, as playoffs went on. And one of the things that, uh, in my experience, I've always really valued uh, uh, playoffs for is they make your players better. And, uh, you know, some of these guys I'm mentioning, when we come back in the fall, they're better players. They're better players. Jack Eichel is a better player uh, on September 1st than, uh, than he was on uh, April 1st. And that's, uh, that's what uh, I think helps teams, uh, you know, continue to win or, or maybe, uh, you know, have that uh, ability to, uh, to, you know, rise to the occasion uh, in key situations. There's Kelly McCrimmon today at the media availability for the Vegas Golden Knights. We'll hear from Bill Foley, George McPhee, uh, as well as uh, a conversation that I had with Bruce Cassidy yesterday uh, surrounding uh, the Stanley Cup and this um, marvelous run. What what a challenge for the amateur staff. Mm -hmm. In town for meetings, getting ready for the National Hockey League draft in Nashville uh, next week. And they are going to get to partake in the parade. Mm Mm-hmm. And all the euphoria, but they also got some serious work to get to get sure. done uh, yeah. and, and focus on the task at hand, which they do every year. Which is, you know, lending a, a, a bit of good fortune that the Golden Knights were able to close it out in five games because it allows the exuberation of uh, getting to celebrate in the parade, but it also allows for the, the work to be put in and the work to be done. Like, if there's one thing we know about, again, this organization, you heard Kelly talk about it, right? The goal is always to get better. The goal and the next opportunity for the Golden Knights to get better is now the draft, then free agency. And and, and that's when, you know, you can kind of breathe a little bit and enjoy what's happened. But right now for the hockey operations staff, it's it's full steams ahead trying to make this team better for next year. So normally George and Kelly would be with the amateur staff at the draft combine mm-hmm. in Buffalo, which mm-hmm. takes place uh, three weeks before the, before the draft, when all the top prospects together get together, do fitness testing, uh, uh, psychological testing, and then uh, teams uh, will reach out to agents and meet with various uh, players. George and Kelly had to do that on Zoom. 
mm-hmm. this time because mm-hmm. they were they were traveling with the team. I ran into George, uh, I think it was in Dallas, um, or it was in Florida, and uh, and he just got off a, a Zoom call uh, as part of those meetings. So they were multitasking, uh, being with the hockey club in the midst of a Stanley Cup final, and also uh, keeping an eye on the next generation uh, of Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, from from the Kelly side of it, uh, what what did you take personally from what he had to say today? I, I mean, to me, it you know, there's there's a lot that Kelly has done since he became general manager, and, and this isn't just what I heard from Kelly, but it, it's kind of collective. What I pulled out of today was how much Kelly McCrimmon identified areas where he felt this team needed to be better in order to win. And I just, I can't imagine how gratifying it is for him right now in this moment, understanding that he took some big swings, understanding that there were real risks inherently incurred in those moments, because if certain plays didn't work out. Well, George McPhee said it. Yeah, hear George McPhee talk about Kelly taking big swings. Yeah. I almost got retroactively nervous. Yeah. hundred percent. You're, you're absolutely right. And that's the thing, right? Like Kelly has put his stamp on this team. He has taken his approach to managing, his approach to wanting to ensure this team gets better and better and is inching closer and closer. And when you take those risks and it works out this way, it has to be the most gratifying thing in the world. There were a couple of questions regarding uh, roster and mm-hmm. the future and tasks that have to be attended to and free agents like uh, Ivan Barbashev and Teddy Bluger and uh, restrictive free agents uh, such as uh, Brett Howden. But it once you get through that, you realize, boy, it's and goaltending is a big part of, mm-hmm. of the future. I'm not going to discount that. But up front, uh, this team's in a really good position to run it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. And and Kelly, you know, mentioned that, that they have a really good opportunity in front of them to bring a big piece of, if not the entire core of this championship winning team back. Of course, you've got some decisions to make when, when it comes to unrestricted free agents. But the fact of the matter is the Golden Knights, the, the key players, you've got Jack Eichel locked in under contract. You've got Mark Stone. You've got Jonathan Marcheseau and William Carlson. You look at the defense. It's it's intact for the Golden Knights going into next year. And we, we've talked about when they've got their top 6D in the lineup, they are elite, and they've got that all coming back. And on the blue line, you have as many as four guys mm-hmm. chomping out of the bet, pushing there. And, and that's absolutely true, but it also goes back to what we just heard Kelly say, right? How many players now? for this Golden Knights team, are going to be better hockey players mm-hmm. next year because of what they went through in the postseason and what it took for them to to win everything. What it took for them to get over that that mark that mile marker to win a championship, now they will be better because of it. I'm not going to say the player's name, but he's a top prospect within the organization. Mm-hmm. He's played on the big club. Asked me during the on-ice celebration, I'm curious to get your opinion on what your reply would have been. And don't sugarcoat it and don't say what you think should be said. Give me your honest-to-goodness gut reaction response to this question. Player was watching the Stanley Cup being held and people getting pictures and asked me, should I touch it? Should I hoist it? 
or should I wait? Now he's part of the organization. Mm-hmm. He played this year, and may or may not have played in the playoffs. Okay, I'm not. I'm not, not going to give it away. Okay, but he's he's right there. He's impacted this team and the organization. Mm-hmm. But wanted to know: should he lift it? Should he touch it? Or and he said, or wait until I win it. What would you have said, Chapman? My response, and and I say this as a non-traditionalist, my response would have been, you played this season, you contributed to the success of this franchise, your name may not be going on the cup, but you helped this team get to where they're at. Hmm. Enjoy your moment. Interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm right there in line with you, to be honest. Like, not not only did you did you impact this franchise, you impacted this team, right? You played a game in the regular season. If you helped this team ultimately get to where they were in in, in this journey, I'm all for it. And if it's the play, and if it's a player that comes to mind for me, he helped this team in the playoffs. So I'm not telling you. Who no, it no, was. I, I I know, I know, but in my mind, I'm thinking of who I saw on the ice. At, at at that celebration, well, the player was part of the the uh, taxi squad. Yeah, so you uh, know what, you contributed. Go out, go my, out, enjoy. My your response moment. was, "Let's go grab it." Yeah, hundred percent. Well, I saw let, you grabbing let's, it. Let's go yeah. do it. And then I followed up with that and said, "I'm lifting it." So you might as well go lift it. Did he it. do it? And he said, "Well, you practiced." And I said, well, "No, no, you you got to go do this. This is the thrill of a lifetime." So uh, did he do it? Uh, I don't know. Oh. I, have, I haven't had a chance to to reconnect with. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'm sure he will be at the parade tomorrow. Okay. I will go try and find him and ask him and be able to tell you on, on Monday if I if I cross paths with him. I'm looking but, forward to uh, that. But, yeah, I, interesting question. A lot of guys are superstitious mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. But he did play games this year. That's that's the that's the qualifier for Won't me. Won't get his yes. name on it. Right. Doesn't qualify yes. for that. But did play games this year. Now if you contributed to this team. This yeah. team won a Stanley Cup. It's fair game. In no, my I, will, I do I, too. I I think there's too many people have robbed themselves of a beautiful moment mm-hmm. out of superstition. Yeah. I I talked to someone associated with the with the Silver Knights, and I asked them if they were going to, and they they declined. They said no. I I have done nothing to contribute to this franchise to help them win. So I'm not going to the I'm not sandwich do- seller? That was the sandwich seller? <laughs> no, I think a little higher up oh, than, okay, than that. Okay. But <laughs> well when they said they contributed nothing, I think a uh, player would have contributed something to this. Uh, who do you want to do next? George or Bill? Not right now, but on the other side of this. They're both so good. Um I, I want to go George. Okay. Uh, George McPhee, the president of Hockey Operations, when we continue on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Cup champion, Vegas Golden Knights, holding their championship parade tomorrow. Looking forward to it at night on the Strip, a couple of miles of pure party. Going down the strip, it'll start uh, over at uh, Flamingo and then end at Tropicana and then the big rally uh, outside T-Mobile at Toshiba Plaza where they're going to be squeezing in everybody. So uh, plan ahead, uh, take your water bottles, get down there early, uh, probably stake out your place mm-hmm. like, like they do at the Masters or a golf tournament and then uh, maybe walk around. Everybody be respectful if somebody got there early and they got their stuff set up. Please don't mess with that or try to wiggle your way in. 
let's let's it's going to be space is going to be at a premium uh, mm-hmm. tomorrow. Have you guys decided? Are you going to do the route? Or are you going to do the plaza? Did I talk you into doing the route or tomorrow no. instead no. of the plaza? No. I got didn't. some good support around the office today about the Did route. you? Yeah. Well, they're yeah. wrong. Yeah, they are. I don't know who it is. It's probably somebody really important, but it's the rally for me, 100%. It was, it was the, the same thinking where you, you if you do the route, mm-hmm. am I saying that differently than you would say it? Route. That's what, You say route? Yeah. Okay, if you're the on the route, I say route, but uh, I knew that there would be some kind of Canadianism in that. Probably. Uh, yeah. So uh, if you're on the route, the route... You can still get to a TV and watch the rally. Mm-hmm. But if you're just at the rally, you miss the spectacle of the parade. And all we ever talk about is the parade, the parade, parade. When when you're on a championship-type run, mm-hmm. did I ever once say, I'm not talking about the R word? I'm not going down to talk about a rally. Well, it's, one goes without no, the other, no, no, though. No, no, like, no, you no, don't but, get the it's rally. It's about the parade. The parade is the big thought in everybody's I, mind. I'm like Chapman. If there is a an errant F-bomb, if there are memorable moments, if there is something impromptu that happens on that stage, that's what I'm interested in. But you'll in. be able to see it if you go to an establishment. No, I, I don't want to see it. Okay. I want to be there. Yeah, by the way, I got called out for wanting to hear someone drop an F-bomb. Yeah, why yeah. do you want that? Because it's cool. We it's did fun. that this week. I got, I, got, I, got, I got called out by Rita. We did that this this week on the show uh, because something wasn't cleaned up properly. And, on this uh, show? Oh yeah, glad well, I wasn't here for that one. Well, it's it's. Uh, I thought you would be here for that because that that's, that's usually yeah. I mean that's yeah. kind of goes without saying. But, but. but I think it now's the time that you can kind of get away with it. A little, oh, and well, I, and I, I don't th- I don't think the unless, FCC not unless, yeah. not unless we keep reminding people that it happened. Yeah, yeah I, I don't true. think that the FCC particularly cares that the Golden Knights won the Stanley Cup. They don't. Cup. I doubt it. No. FCC BGK. Uh, I I mentioned to a couple of people today about JW JW mm-hmm. Aiken and trying to get him to be one of those that do speak tomorrow at the rally, equipment manager for the mm-hmm. Vegas Golden yep. Knights. Yep. And unanimous acceptance of that idea. And agreeability. Now, trying to get JW to do it, mm-hmm. we'll we'll see where that goes. Maybe maybe a little encouragement, like mm-hmm. lean into it, dude. See, I think that's why you want to be at the rally. Like like that's your moment. You're, like you you've already got your sports center moment. Embrace it. Yeah, hundred percent. And and lean into it full. And and look, just let it go, man. Let it go. All right, let's get to uh, George McPhee, the president of hockey operations, who spoke earlier today in the wake of the Stanley Cup championship. It's Las Vegas Street Journal. George, you've obviously been working in front offices for about three decades. What was it like to finally get your hands on the cup? Uh, it was uh, uh, humbling, actually. Um, actually, picking up the cup, you, some ways you don't feel like you're uh, worthy. Uh, but um, but uh, the, the longer this goes, the the better you feel about it, and. Uh, uh, I've heard uh, people say it's it's uh, validation and that sort of thing. Uh, for me, it's almost like uh, you and your colleagues, you, you've become uh, made men. You know, I wish it wasn't associated with the, the underworld, but it's, uh, it's kind of, that's how you, you feel. You, uh, you've won, uh, you've earned it, um, kind of neat.
George Mike Seisberger, NHL.com, just a couple things. First, the feeling, the difference in feelings of, you know, uh, 2000, you know, your first year in the league, to have to sit and watch the, the organization that you helped build celebrate a Stanley Cup on the ice surface of the another organization you've helped build. And secondly, just go over a little bit about how you gave Bruce his first job and then you fired him and then you bring him back. Um, yeah. That certainly isn't a blueprint a lot of teams follow. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it, it, was, it was nice that he came back. <laughs> nice that we, uh, we, you know, despite uh, having that transaction happened that uh, we remained friends and uh, um, he was a, a huge part of this. Um, uh, we've, we've often said uh, that character matters uh, in players, it matters behind, uh, you know, the, in the guy that behind the bench and uh, the players respected him a lot. He pushed them hard, uh, but the respect was there and I think that's that's why you prevail. Uh, with respect to the first year, playing against the former team, uh, you know, I think we had 11 first round picks on that, that team uh, that we drafted. Um, that was hard. I sure didn't need that, that baggage. Uh, but if it wasn't going to be us, I guess you could live with it being them. And uh, after you know, years of knocking on the door, they finally won. But um, uh, in a lot of ways, the, the players are, are your, like your kids. You get them at a certain age, and you, you, you work with them, you develop them, and you, know, you can work with them for 10 to 15 years uh, because they can play that long and because we, you know, at least with that organization, we kept players there a long time. Um, but that was... Uh, what was really hard about that was that we, I, I wish we had won the cup in that first year because this city needed it after it went through on October 1. Uh, that was, uh, that was the, the big regret there that we didn't deliver uh, because the most important thing in all of this in, in, in winning is, yes, it's great to have your name on a Stanley Cup. Yes, it's great to to get a Stanley Cup ring, but the experience with this group of players, um, it, that experience is, is amazing and rewarding, but the uplift that you give to a city is really what matters. And despite, you know, all the parties and everything else, um, the last couple of nights, for me, uh, if I, uh, and I, I'm still gonna get a chance to do this, but I, if I could have gone home that night and just walked around the neighborhood with my wife uh, without anybody around, just walk around the neighborhood and say, we delivered. We delivered to this city. Uh, that, that says it all for me. You know, we delivered for Bill Foley and this organization, but we delivered for this city too. So how much pride do you take in maybe the healing process, not just of that first year, but how it's gone? Yeah, well, I, uh, we know what it meant that year because we, we became a community hub for a lot of emotion. And it was, it was dark, uh, hurtful emotion for a while, but uh, 
I rem you know, remember trying to get that ceremony right the first night. It didn't matter to me whether we won or lost leading up to that, uh, whether we won or lost that game. But then uh, after the ceremony, I was walking up to the press box saying, geez, now we have to win this thing. We have to win this thing. And I remember scoring the first goal and it almost, the, 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 the way that crowd reacted almost blew the, the, the roof off the building. And it was probably the first time in that whole week that people could smile and, uh, and, and celebrate something. And just, uh, it was probably an incredibly cathartic experience for a lot of people, because it was for us. Danny Webster, Las Vegas Sun, George. Um, you kind of touched on it. I kind of asked Kelly the same question when he was in here, but just the journey from starting here in 2016 and getting to this point now, now that you've had a few days to reflect on it now, just not even just your entire career, but just the last six, seven years, have you been able to kind of compartmentalize just how important it was to finally bring a championship here? Um, well, it was really important. Uh, you know, it, it, it wasn't an easy year. Uh, you know, when Mark Stone went down uh, just before the All-Star break, I thought, oh no, we, I don't want this to be a repeat of last year. And that's what it felt like because the team really uh, suffered when he went down. We lost, I, I, don't, I can't remember what it was, four or five in a row. And if it wasn't for the break, uh, it, it may have been ugly. Uh, but the break gave us a chance to stabilize and reset. And when we uh, came back uh, for the first game out of the break, we were in Nashville. Kelly said, you know, this game is really important. If we don't win this one, we could be in trouble. And, uh, and we won it, and then we went into Minnesota and won, and we got going, and we were pretty darn good the rest of the way without Mark, which was hard to believe. Um, so uh, I was worried about that this year. But, uh, you know, we, we, we started uh, here. We, it was all about wanting to win. Uh, we didn't want to be a typical expansion team. And uh, we made a lot of difficult decisions and hardcore decisions to, you know, basically the organization comes first, the individual comes a close second. We're doing what's best for the organization. And we've, we've, we've never looked the other way on anything. We had to make tough decisions and we made them and we were criticized. And, uh, um, but that's, you know, that's the job. If you can't take it, you shouldn't be doing the job. And Bill always supported us, and uh, we took everything to him, the big decisions to him, um, uh, to get his blessing. And he asked questions and everything else, but he never stopped us from doing anything and supported us. And uh, I, I wasn't sure how this year would go. Um, but uh, when you look at it in retrospect, it's, you know, we had a hell of a season and we were really, really good in the playoffs and dominant uh, for, for 
big stretches of time in the series. We never faced a, an elimination game, and uh, they were pretty darn good. So, um, again, to finish off uh, the, this season winning the Cup, it's, there are, it, it's still hard to believe that the Vegas Golden Knights won the Stanley Cup. Uh, holy cow, but you wake up every day and it gets a little bit better um, and um, in, in the sense that um, we're in a different place. We won a cup. Uh, it, it just can't ever be taken away from you now. Um, and I've heard that expression so many times from so many people and heard it so many times when people win, but it's the truth. You did it. You're those made men. Well, I could listen to that five, six times uh, and and not uh, get tired of it at all. There's so much that jumps out to you from George McPhee's media availability today. One thing that he mentioned about waking up and we're Stanley Cup champions, mm-hmm. there's been three or four lifers that I've crossed paths with since the championship, since the day after. And they've all said the same thing. Mm-hmm. Waking up today was totally different. <laughs> I, I can imagine. Um, it, it's a sentiment I think you're you're seeing, you know, at, at times, obviously, from the people that have been around the game that have wanted this for a long, long time. And, you know, I think it's also a sentiment that you're seeing from from the fan base that the the bit just that, that George left us with, like, you want to Stanley Cup, it's different now. No one can take that away from you. I, I think that that's something to to really remember over the course of this summer and, and beyond. Think back to how many people have chased this mm-hmm. and some were successful at their last chance, like a Ray Bork, uh, and they, they come through and what that meant to them. Men, veterans, been through everything, uh, crying with, with joy. We saw a lot of that the, the other night. The people have been around a long time. We'll set up hour number two. You'll hear from Bruce Cassidy as well as owner Bill Foley as we continue on Fox Sports Las Vegas. This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Oh, the games are all done for the rest of the year, but we still have plenty more to talk about. Hour number two involving Bill Foley and Bruce Cassidy. But right now, how about a little giveaway? I like giveaways. I'm I'm really excited about this giveaway. It's Power Trip Live, October 6th, 7th, and 8th. From the Empire Polo Grounds in Indio, California, it's Guns N' Roses Iron Maiden, ACDC, Ozzy Osbourne, Metallica, and Tool. Two tickets for all three nights. Caller number 10, 702-876-1340 is the number. Caller number 10, you are a winner to Power Trip Live. Hour number two is coming up next on Fox Sports Las Vegas.